Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to another week of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily right here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel, obviously as part of the Wrestle Talk family. It is a new week. That means it's Tuesday. That means it's call-in day, which means you guys, our loyal Wrestling Daily viewers, our good eggs, will get the chance to have your say on all things wrestling, particularly Raw, if Louie and I get into the nitty-gritty of what needs to be improved or how it could be improved on that brand. I just mentioned the Wonder Kid himself. Here he is, blue ticking all these days. Louis Dangor. How are you, my man? Oh, I was going to say, you're lucky I turned up with my blue tick. I've had uh, offers out, 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 out my ear, really. No, you from ain't. People, no, you ain't. From people. I tell you what, though, you do notice you get more people that are verified following you when you're verified. Hmm. Every, what what uh, noticeable follows have you had in the past few days? I mean, Lou? I had Cena yesterday, which was weird. Mm. But yeah. A follows everyone. He does. Um, but yeah, still, let's you know. Don't hang on. Disregard that last piece of info. Just lead with John Cena followed me. I oh, told my dad that. No one needs like, to know what? the rest. Yeah, he was like John Cena followed you. I was like, yeah. Um, I'd Seamus like one of my tweets today. Bit random. There you go. Well, um, but this is I've seen what I will say, your early tactic with a blue tick. I see you tagging everyone. You're like, I've got to be hey, honest. I'm here. I've got to be honest. I tagged everyone anyway. Mm. Ivelisse mm. followed me. I think the the volume of tagging has has risen, Louis. Um who who else we got? Ivelisse is a shout. Ivelisse. Um I had the reverse. I had the reversed blue tick today i'm not sure how it happened but um i tweeted about mark andrews's bbc podcast which by the way is very good um i did an interview with him about it and um having obviously listened to all the interview the episodes so i could interview him about it i was pleasantly surprised all about i don't know 40 minutes long nice short succinct loads of guests it's really fast moving and it's kind of fresh it's not just talking about you know matches or anything like that it it's more about you know, the perception of being a wrestling fan or the business today and all of the different stuff here, connecting with people, the crowd. Yeah, it, it was just really fresh, I thought. Got like, like you know, considering he's a WWE guy, he's got like Cody, Cody Rhodes on there. Um, mm. You know, they had, had a few different Did you guys. ask him about that in your interview? Yeah, I did. He just said, you know, um, there was there was no problem at all. He wanted to be, he wanted to do it. Mark mm. did it. Very cool, I think. So I, so I interviewed him as well today. 
for that to promote it. It was very good. Um, he's a lovely guy. He's very. We spoke about the Euros. He's not a football <laughs> fan, but I got him out of it. Um, yeah, he's a very nice guy. Um, but go on. You had you had a reverse of a blue tick. So what does that yeah, mean? Sorry, my light is fucking me off at the moment. Stop it, light. Three Stop minutes it. fifty. Three minutes fifty for the first swear. There we mm-hmm. go. If it keeps doing that. Mm, it's flicking at me anyway um so i tweeted about it but i didn't tag him i just tweeted my general thoughts about it and he found it anyway and then he followed me I was, oh okay fair enough um i didn't you know i, I and i actually thought when i was writing it but oh, i thought oh, i'm not just gonna tag him as like you know but then you go there you go louis it happens anyway oh. Congrats to Big Time Dangle. Steph Chase as well got verified today. I yes, saw. he did. It's just SP3, right? I know. What a loser. Cool guy. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> I love my <laughs> half the daily boy. But um, yeah, Louis and Steph both verified now. Their journalism credentials have gone up tenfold. So there you have it, guys. Uh, he didn't get accepted, which made me incredibly happy that I did and he didn't. I wonder why you over him. I wonder what like because because Twitter obviously um did Gary Cassidy recently as well, um so they're obviously giving journalists like the rub these days. No, so so you so you basically apply to do it. Well, I know how so it like, works. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying I wonder from Twitter's end what they're thinking. Oh, so when Pete did it, I presume he did it as a content creator as opposed to like a journalist. Whereas I like set my link tree, which has got all my stuff off. So I just presume that they preferred that, but. I'm just lording it. It's only me and Adam Blompier on the Wrestle Talk team, and we are just as like famous and well known. So, wow, that's a shout. It's funny, right? Because Ollie and and that do have really good followings on there. So there you go. Mm, um, exactly. Tyler Woodward, language allege. There's no way to speak in the presence of the Talk Wrestling Quiz Champion. That you are, Tyler. After you defeated Adam Pearson yesterday, um, I've got someone alongside me now who I reckon would have a good old go at putting you back in your place. I messaged him yesterday and I was like, get me on. And he was like, mm, your spot's just gone. Um, <laughs> but I'll be there. I'll be there soon. Well, you're going to be on the show next week, but not in a quiz capacity. This is on, we have. I've seen it. I've seen oh, it. No, no, not oh, that one. Louis. That one. John that. Alba, they verify anyone these days. I mean, I don't have an Emmy. I love the professional picture John Alba's bringing to the table. I I gave him the rub. I mean, not not that I John Alba needs the rub from me, but uh, I was the one that uh, bigged him up on Friday show. You were the one that, in his words, did a little smirk when uh, when I mentioned his name. You're going to piss me off. I I I was a little uh, jarred, John Alba, by that response. I was like, hang on, I was putting you over as an all in. This light's going to have to go. It's getting on my nerves. I was putting him over as an all encompassing journalist, right? I'm saying, hey, man, he's great. Uh, he's not just confined to wrestling. I understand, John. I'm, I also am beyond wrestling. It's Louis who's just a narrow-minded wrestling guy, right? We're out there doing other sports. And yet, I get this smirk comment. I am furious, John. If you want to bring it to the table, brother, I'm telling you. You, don't, you want this smoke like Louis wants to smoke 100K? You don't want that. You don't want it. Oh, God. I do want it. You don't. Louis definitely. Where's he gone? To give me some light, some natural light. Oh, there we go. Yeah. This is go. Actually, Look at yeah. that. Look at that what? pasty white skin. Irish heritage coming through. Yeah, very true. Uh, anyway, let's talk about... Yes. Yes, we are. I've got my NCTJ. What have you got, Louis? 
A degree in politics hasn't come through yet. Oh, I got some basic. I, I got one of my final courseworks back today. I got two one somehow. Two um, one, good stuff. Mm-hmm. What are you? Are you projected like a two one? That's that's what I left with. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. I mean, well, the yeah. dissertation's the one that could be like a third or a first. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Mm. Normally, that's just strong suit, though, in a weird, perverse way. Because you put so much time in. Like, the dissertation is normally what, like, it was my strongest point because it's oh, like no. your, it's your topic. I, I don't have the time to do that. I didn't have the time to put that much effort into it. I, I also work for Wrestle Talk. So I just did. That's why I did it on wrestling. I was like, what do I have to do the least amount of research on? I like how my eyes are getting over on this channel, Louis. I oh, know, bloody hell. The, the comments got the hots for you here. There you go, mate. I didn't even know Steph had green eyes. I was very taken back by this revelation on Friday. Did she? Um, I, I thought she had brown, but she said green, and I was like, oh, okay. I would have assumed... Um, I would have assumed brown. SP3's brown eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'm brown eyes. You're blue okay. eyes. <laughs> I mean, we're, spend- we're spending entirely too long. Should we talk about <laughs> war now? entirely too long and before we get into raw let's talk business man you know what to do like share subscribe all of that good stuff give me the thumbs up give me the subscriptions get wrestling daily on the road to 15k because you know what's going to happen there louis what's going to happen uh we will be doing quizzlemania war games which no no quizzlemania war games The war was all right. The games. But you're right. That is what's going to happen. And obviously, uh, we have had a great few weeks here. Lots of great views and comments. And you all have been involved. So please keep it coming. You good eggs are the greatest eggs in the the batch. The the coop. I don't even know what the the terminology would be there. But well done, guys. In the basket. Sure. Yeah, Mm. that's that's fresh. Anyway, uh, so thanks very much for that. Remember, Wrestle Talk merch. Wrestling Daily merch, you know what to do. Go to the wrestling uh, wrestletalk.com shop, or uh, what's the actual the link for that, Louis? Is there a different one? Yeah, there you go. You go there and you get the goods. So there's a lot of different stuff on the horizon. I don't do this enough for Wrestling Daily, just sit here and tell you about all the various ways you can support us. But please do. And you know what, my favorite way and possibly the cheapest way to support us, is the Ultra Chats. I love it when you guys get involved, have your opinion, have your say, set the agenda for us to get into, give us those hot takes. I love it. So please remember, get your messages in to wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily and the mod mother will give us the goods and we'll read it out on screen, whatever you like. But of course, at 25 past today, you can be on screen. That's the magic of the call-in. You can have your say, talk about anything you like before that, though. Louis, let's talk about Raw, man, and what needs to happen to fix it. Now, Louis brought this to the table for me. He said to me, let's talk about how we're going to fix Raw. And in the spirit of that, I'm going to let Louis give his pontificate upon how Raw could be better first. I'm going to let you set the table, Louis. Make your compelling case. I do want to do one very quick thing. I've seen a comment in here from Alex Dangor that my War Games was pathetic. So we are doing call-ins today, but I'm telling Alex, if you want to come into my room now and show me how to do a War Games, feel free. But he won't. He's He's not the only one, though. I mean, yeah, but I can't ask Jeremy Bauman to come to my room right now and show me how to do war games, can I? 
I don't know, can you? Where's well, I don't at? live with you. I don't live with where you. Are you? Where are you, Jeremy? I live where with you? Alex. Where are you based, brother? Where are you? Um, all right, go on. Lee, set the time. We've right. only got about 10, 15 minutes. Well, it wasn't that bad last night, got to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that bad at all. There was some very good wrestling, some underutilized talent, getting some nice moments to shine. Um, MVP and uh, Kofi Kingston had one of my favorite segments in quite some time. Um, you had, uh, like, as I said, <laughs> you, you run out of good things, really. Okay, <laughs> bro was very good. Like, the, the stuff they did, I, I'm happy that they're delaying that a bit to give, like, them hopefully the win in front of fans. Um, yeah, for me, the two issues with the show were unfortunately around the women's segments. Um, like, the can they coexist? And the Nikki Cross stuff was pretty bad. And can then the final, exist? the final bit was. Awful, absolutely awful. Hey, but, hey, anyway. let's get let's get into that first because that that's the, that's the talking point that a lot of people, you know, when I got when I jumped on Twitter this morning, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna be a lot worse than it actually was because from the tweets I was reading, it was like it devastated the wrestling business. It was like I the agree. worst thing to happen ever. I'm gonna tell you, like, I didn't not I didn't like it. It weren't that bad weren't that bad it wasn't catastrophic right like when you think about the wwe realm and you know okay do i buy a doll basically being in a feud with a superstar and having supernatural powers well no yeah but it, it depends where you check it at the door right because we supernatural does have a place in wrestling to a degree it has done for many years through various characters so, do I like Lily? No. Was I like deeply offended or annoyed by the close of Raw? No, I wasn't. Um, it, I agree it just, with you. You know, it it, it just was. I, I think Alexa's good in what she does. Do I think the character is connecting or will connect when fans have come back? Well, no. They haven't put her in the right stories. Without Bray, there's significantly less luster. Yeah, in my opinion for the Alexa character and it doesn't work as well. So that's where I'm at with it. I didn't think, you know, I didn't like it. Let's be clear. I didn't think it was a home run or anything, but at the same time, I didn't think it was as bad. I I just no. wonder if this is like a culmination at this point of the way people feel about raw, right? Like the, the embodiment of that main event manifested in people's voices on Twitter where they're like, yeah. Oh, you know, I've, I've had enough. I mean, what did you think about Raw as a whole? Were you before we get on to talking about the, the, the ways we uh, think we the, can fix it? Same, were you same in too. my camp? Of yeah, like, same as you. I didn't. I not think. Well, I don't know if it's pretty good. I, I didn't think it was right, pr- that bad. Pretty good by Raw standards. I, I, like I said on Twitter earlier, like, I, I felt like there were some good stuff on there. Like you, you, you can find bits and pieces, but that is not an exciting show for whatever reason. No. They don't have the kind of urgency or tempo or excitement to make it a great show. There's bits and pieces. Generally speaking, the, the problem's never been in the ring. They just don't have many compelling stories or, you know, there, there's not like any long running characters or stories that really do much on there. I can find stuff that RK bro that I enjoy, even though even bits of that last night, I was a bit like, uh, I, I don't really enjoy the whole zip it thing. I did oh, it I first. Know. I did. I did the first segment. They did it, but to carry on, I just feel it was a bit not funny. But uh, maybe that's just me. Um, the the rest of it, though, 
like I said, the Kofi being involved with MVP is awesome. Ali potentially managing Mansoor. Like he doesn't want to happen to him. What happened to him? Mm-hmm. What happened to Mansoor? Happened to Ali. Yeah. Um, I like that stuff. Um, it's just you know the, the Rhea and Charlotte storyline is. I, I honestly thought that was a slam dunk when they when when Rhea finally came up. I thought it's gonna, it's the easiest win ever, right? The revenge tour from how she got done at WrestleMania to to then, you know, uh, overcoming yeah. that with the terrible year that, well, not terrible year, but, you know, the up and down year she had in NXT that followed. It's got to be a slam dunk that she then chases after Charlotte and you you heat it up with that. And instead they're doing, why? What, what's this? <sighs> Coexisting malarkey and stuff. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know why they have to make every woman who are feuding tag team. Why do you do that? I, I You don't. There, there, there's a lot of lazy stuff that goes on with Raw um and it like i said it for, for what it is i mean the main the main problem is the three hours without a shadow of a doubt we we all know that um but at least I, I don't know. I get why they do it because financially well, i'm saying where, where the, will there ever come a time where they say it's not worth the extra money probably no. not it's i mean because as we said wwe doesn't care about the wrestling product it's putting out wwe cares about bringing in the money precisely that but at, this, at some yeah. point the two points do meet when the money doesn't meet. So when they go to renew, if the money isn't there, that's when they will start to care. But it's been declining for years. And you, by all accounts, USA right. is very happy because it's still one of the best performing things on the network. So it has by been declining accounts, for years, but at the same time... And the time, money always comes in. Well, you, we'll see, won't we? We'll see moving we forward. Will. But okay, so I, I've got a few points which I'll break down for you, which I did a bit, a bit of prep uh, mm-hmm. for what I think Raw can change. So it's one thing, and I, I do want to say, for anyone that doesn't like comparisons to AEW, probably leave now, because I am going to make a few. Hang on. Hang on. So my first thing is forward planning. <laughs> you think and I'm not even, I'm not, no, but I'm not even talking long-term booking. I'm just saying, right, if you know in a week's time that something is going to happen, make sure that what you do the week before doesn't contradict that. So, for example... The roar after WrestleMania when Lashley squashed Riddle in 10 minutes didn't look good. But the week after, Riddle beat Randy Orton. So when I'm thinking in terms of forward planning, I'm like, right. If you know that's roughly something you're going to do, don't have him squashed in, in 10 minutes like the week before to make him look weak. That, so then him beating Orton looks less impressive. And Orton losing to someone that got squashed doesn't look impressive as well so a bit of forward planning to go right this is what we want to do this is where we want to get just call it for the next review let's make sure that nothing contradicts that and also in that vein that means you can promote things in advance so for aw i know the stuff i can get excited about i know in two weeks time i'm seeing jungle boy and um kenny omega so i've got two weeks to get excited about that whereas for raw i can put get on my phone three hours before the show and know nothing that's happening. Or if it is something, it's a contract signing with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. So it's not really anything. And that isn't the WWE sitting there going, we're not going to tell you what's on. We're just going to let you guess. No, they don't know what's happening because the script hasn't been finalised. So a little bit of forward planning is my point number one that I think let, will go a long way. Let me answer as you go. go um, for, I, I, I agree with the sentiment. I do feel yeah. like they don't map out their rivalries well at all. They don't know where they're going from pay-per-view to pay-per-view in most cases, right? They might I mean, do week to one. week. 
No, but I mean feud title wise, right? Oh, Normally yeah, you yeah, build, yeah. you build you build your shows, right? with the pay-per-view in mind typically yeah. speaking certainly back in the day i know vince has said in documentaries and stuff before they would know the next wrestlemania's main event and you work that way right where you work from the next wrestlemania and you work backwards on the pay-per-views um obviously they don't do that anymore but at that point when it was a smaller writing team i've i've said about this a million times the infrastructure is all over the place there um but I don't know if the Riddle one is, is a great example, and this is probably a good reason why. Dion Chua, I forgot they even squashed Riddle. I don't think it matters too much in that instance. It would have mattered more if you'd beaten Lashley to keep Riddle strong. Or don't book it at all, I understand. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can't have it all. Someone has to win or lose. Anyone can win. If you're going to lose to the WWE dominant champion, it's not really a bad loss, right? I, I get your point. No. I'm just saying yeah. I'm just saying that that's not the most extreme example of it. Of course, of um, course, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But um, in terms of like forward planning, I like the way AEW tell us what's going to be happening. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, right? So you, you said you didn't want to compare AEW. I hate being this guy. Back at the turn of the millennium when Raw was like amazing, you didn't know what was going to happen. You tuned in because because of that, because it was really exciting. They had great characters. The stories yeah. were great, right? They built the show in such a way where, oh man, I just have to see what happens. What's Austin going to do this week? What's he going to do to Vince McMahon, right? You had to know the same thing with, um, you know, and they would still uh, from time to time go, okay, number one contenders match, next week you knew leading off raw generally with the ending you know like uh, the hill turn or whatever you generally knew what the next phase 
of that was. Uh, and today, of course, you don't have that. But I understand that there's no good me saying, oh, they just need to make it exciting, right? Because that's not that's not the answer here. So how do you how do they build to matches they've already run through a million times on Raw with their roster? At least AEW keep it fresh. Raw That's the thing. They're already hitting rematches on the regs anyway. So they put themselves I mean, in a bad spot with the three hours because they've got so much time to fill, everyone ends up facing everywhere. So the three hour thing I'm gonna get to in a second. Because I think mm-hmm. I have a small solution. Okay. Okay. The next thing is stop having the same match every week. (laughs) Simple, simple, right? Less repetitive. Like on Raw, like AW, and again, I know I'm sorry, but they've only had one match take place on back-to-back Dynamites. Mm -hmm. Only one. And that had an added stipulation. With Raw, it feels like it's every week at this point. Or some iteration of a rematch, whether it be, all right, we saw Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston versus... Elias and Jackson Riker, but next week we'll see Elias and Kofi Kingston. Like it still feels very samey. You can have, if I am feuding with you, Alex, I do not just have to face you. I can mm. face SP3 as well, or yeah. I can face Steph. I, I think having it feel more like an interchanging universe where you do just mix with different people, not just the people you're feuding with, which in in turn does have mean you sort of can wrestle more different people and have less repetitive matches because WWE uh, has such a talented roster that mm. you shouldn't have these constant rematches, but we do. And I will say just now the link is going in the chat while you um, respond to my Yeah. I I mean, I mean, for me, I, I, again, I, I understand what you're saying there. Um, And in terms of like rematches and stuff, to me, I don't know whether this makes me old school or not, but on pay-per-view, if you're going to see someone clash, like if it's not part of the feud, it should be the first time they clash, right? You shouldn't have watched them yeah. fight on Raw and, you know, for however many weeks prior to the pay-per-view. I know there's exceptions to the rule, like, you know, best of seven, for instance, or um, or whatever, but... None of the rematches on Raw at the moment have been best of seven. No, well, generally speaking, you should keep people apart until their big pay-per-view. And again, they used to do that. They used to do that very well. But these days, it's like, for a feud in WWE's eyes, it is just facing someone. They don't actually put the time or effort in to make a story. And I know the pandemic, maybe, is a problem in some ways. But it shouldn't. It's not like an excuse, in my opinion. Like there are ways to get creative with it, um, and they just prefer to rely on, oh, distraction finish, oh, interference. Like particularly the the former. Jesus Christ, how many distraction finishes do we get in WWE? So yeah, it's just uh, th- there's a lot of basics or or stuff that they're just not getting right. And, and I said this to Seth the other day, even, at least in the Heyman era where he had Raw, at least he was trying things, man. Like, you know, okay, we all crapped on like the Lashley Lana thing. But like, at least there were concurrent storylines that were going on and everyone had something to do on the show. That's basically the crux of, of what, when Raw was good. Everyone had a story. Now they're just, they're just wrestlers. They're just there. Like, yeah, yeah. it's very difficult. Anyway, make another right. point. I have, I have two more points. First point. Make stuff matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley is, is the title match at um, Hell in a Cell. Charlotte earned that by pinning, I can't remember who. Let me look that up very quickly. But basically, the week before, Asuka pinned Charlotte. So she, mm-hmm. she beat it. So she got it by beating Asuka. So it's so, all right. She got it by beating Asuka. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. The week before, Asuka beat her. This new one wasn't a number one contenders match. So why did the first match matter? Which means why should I care about it? So make stuff matter, whether that be matches with stakes or not just meaningless matches. Like, for example, this is, and I think it's one of the worst things I've ever seen, when Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke just walked out of their match. And <laughs> the commentary team was like, that's as good as beating the champions now. It, it's not. It's not. Make matches matter where wins matter and losses matter. Like, Drew, listen, you and I love Drew. We are massive Drew fans. Drew really shouldn't have a title match now. He doesn't deserve it in terms of, like, yes, he beat Kofi, but before then, who did he beat to get his WrestleMania backlash one? No one. Who did he beat to, to get the WrestleMania match? No one. And I think we beat Sheamus, actually. Okay. Yeah, he's had he constant rematches. And I think it, it just makes me go, okay, so what was the point of the WrestleMania, uh, like, what was the point of the WrestleMania backlash match if he's getting another match already? So uh, making stuff matter, I think, is incredibly important. So I can then invest in the matches because they mean more as opposed to just being something to fill the time. Yeah, I mean, can you hear the helicopter? Jesus. I can. I can. Um, so it's one of those things for me, like AW's ranking system has generally helped them in this regard. And I know people at the start will be like, oh, how's this going to work? And um, But generally speaking... Like uh, and Hangman Page when he had that shock loss, for example, to I want to say Brian Cage, um, it was one of them where people were a bit like, "Oh yeah, why are you beating Hangman Page?" But they did it for a reason to keep him out of the title hunt. Like he needed to drop that, otherwise he'd have been at the top of the rankings by now. So um, it was actually cleverly done, and it was a it was a win that mattered for Brian Cage. Extended their feud, it worked. But WWE mm-hmm. now remember WWE kind of went back on their whole thing last time where it was, we're not going to do just automatic rematches anymore. If you're the champion, you don't get a rematch if you lose. But you do, right? <laughs> they yeah. just continue the feud in a different way. Um, you know, it, it doesn't, like, open up anything. I don't think WWE has enough number one contender matches for my liking either. Um, they just generally get into championship matches or you beat the champion to face the champion, which is yeah. one of my pet hates in WWE. So that's a, yeah. Obviously, things should matter. Like um, I don't I don't know what else to say on that one. I feel like WWE book themselves into that corner because they go, we have to carry this on, and then they just kind of forego logic. Like they mm. they, they conveniently forget things when they want to. There you go. Stop the winning final, champions. Dion is right. He's right. Anyway, go on. My final point before we get to the corner. Just, and it, it, I don't, have you seen the thumbnail for today's video? No. It is Roman Reigns with the WWE Championship. My point is, move Roman Reigns to Raw. So, my point my point being... Don't swallow Roman in a three-hour... Sh- oh, go on, anyway. His segments will take up 45 minutes of the show, an hour of the show. That's okay. I am more than happy for an hour of Raw to be Roman Reigns. For me, you put the thing that fills up the most time and that can easily fill up the most time by being good on the longest show. For me, I think I'd, I wouldn't do it. I'd consider it. 
I consider right. you've changed. You've changed no, your tune. No, as, as in, I wouldn't automatically say do it without considering it. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'd at least consider the options and go: Is it worth putting our best person on the show that's struggling to hopefully elevate that? Because if you don't it, remember, before Roman came on, SmackDown was struggling. Really, it was. It wasn't really doing anything. And then Roman came along, and the show was better. And I don't think Roman's booking would be worse because he's the one in charge. Let's not forget, this is no. the same company. This is the same company booking both things. Roman just it, by his involvement and Paul Heyman's involvement in the storylines, it is better. So for me, I would have Roman Reigns at least at least think about putting Roman Reigns on Raw. They were struggling with Roman Reigns. You, lest we forget, dog food gate. Um, okay, it, it wasn't tribal until, chief. Yes, thank yeah. you. It wasn't until they switched that up. So it's not a case of just you know moving over or whatnot. And it might be a case that he does move over to Raw to keep the challenges fresh until the Rock or whatever. I still think there's plenty of challenges on SmackDown, personally, for him. Um, but I personally wouldn't do that. I I think WWE as well. We'll look at the show they have on Fox as their A show, personally. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to muddy that. I, I, you know, I'll say this for SmackDown. I, I'm a much bigger fan of that than Raw. But when I first heard the critique that, oh, you know, it's only really good because of Roman Reigns, I was like, no way. Like, the, the roster there is very strong. They have a lot of great supporting cast for Roman Reigns. This show that just gone is maybe the first one where I was a bit like, oof. Like, uh, I thought the Seth Rollins interview was terrible. What a waste of time that was with Caleb Braxton. Like, what did that achieve? I thought it was poor. Um, also, I hated the Bailey laughing thing with Bianca Belair. Hated it. Um, I, I like that feud. I like those two wrestling. What's what's this weird laughing thing that Bailey's doing? It's not like, it's not grabbing me in any kind of way. Um, it was just, what what's Bailey got to laugh at? Bianca's whooped her like two or three times now it's yeah what's, I, I don't understand anyway um i do think you know to, for, for roman to stay fresh and that it could be cool but man that would be a hit to smackdown i just don't see wwe saying you know what let's move our a player off our a show so yeah so yeah that that that, that was my thought maybe it's something that could work maybe not but should we get into it because i'm sure the majority of the um Calling to going to be about you. Them. You get the the goods up, and I will. Get I was going to say, do you want me to do that because I know who was here last week because you you were off last week, so I know who to bring on because I didn't get the the opportunity to last week. Go on then, if you want to. All right, perfect. Someone we didn't get to last week was Injection Two K, who I've seen in the private chat for this. Uh, was not too happy with my Roman Reigns take, so Injection. Talk to us. How would you oh. fix Raw? And why was my Roman take so bad? What's happening, my man? What's up? Uh, I don't think Raw needs Roman. That's why I said no to that. I think Raw needs a new star that can eventually face up to Roman. I said, I wrote this down too. I said, the problem with Raw is that their mindsets aren't set on the product at hand. They are focused on the brand, WWE, the endorsement deals, the streaming services, you know, business, business, business. Look at NXT. It's stronger than Raw. SmackDown, we give it more of a chance because the Roman story is so good. Oh, I can't wait to hell in the cell. Anyway, uh, <laughs> which, makes, which makes SmackDown an upgrade uh, of a watch for watching Raw. But what if Roman was the same Roman 
from before the hill turn from like 2015 to 2020 would smackdown be that good i get it but no no it wouldn't it it wouldn't but the roman i think if you moved him over to raw he wouldn't be tainted with the raw booking i think he would have like him and paul Heyman conducting stuff like they do on smackdown because it isn't a completely different creative team it is the same creative team and the rest of the stuff as alex mentioned isn't blow away amazing. Some of it is better because, but I think they have a better roster. Generally speaking, it's better. I would say. Generally that. I'm speaking, just, it's I'm better. just saying this. This was the first week where I thought, ah, yeah. oh, it wasn't that strong around Roman. But there yeah, you go. I feel but like, like the, next. Week, I feel like this week on SmackDown will be like the full. Okay, we we going back to the main event of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I get it. I like I think because you've had the the tag team stuff that's been like playing in with it, but obviously we know now reportedly that it'll be Jay and uh, sorry Ray and um, Roman uh, uh, Helen Cell, which I presume they book. Uh, but yeah, like the the thing is with Roman, I think he would. You say Raw doesn't need him. Raw just needs interesting storylines because it's currently got apart from RK bro, nothing. And Roman for me is the most interesting thing in, in WWE in wrestling. So but I don't know about, about not needing it, but think about it like this. The Roman storyline would get old real fast. Yeah. Let me, let me say something here. Injection 2k. Uh, Louis, look at all of the points you made about what's wrong with raw and how to fix it. How does Roman address all of them? He, he has not had what okay. Okay, it's a Let band-aid, is my point. It's a band-aid over the all of his problem. matches matter. All of his matches matter without question. His segments matter. Everything around Roman matters. Yes, I, I would say some of his segments are a bit repetitive, but because they're so good, you don't mind. But like, I know Voices of Wrestling did, did did something along this and sort of had a bit of a go at me about this on Twitter, but a lot of Roman segments are him talking down to Jey Uso and then him getting rid of Jey Uso and ended up being someone down. But because they're so good, I don't think the repetitiveness bothers I'm people. I'm not bored at all. Exactly. I'm not bored of it because, like, yes, it, it follows a similar template, but the template is so good and the, the little details that you get each week are so good that it's fine. So I think with Roman, he might not address those problems, but because the story is so good, people might not mind as much anyway. So and I think you're, you're hoping. Right, basically, a strong character will mask and rise up a three-hour show that's been dragging. That's what you hope. Yeah, yes, but also on the note of um, Injection's point about Raw needing a new star. For me, Romans made at least Jay and Cesaro. Really, you could argue Cesaro and Seth is what made Cesaro, but he really helped Cesaro. So I think Roman is making stars mm-hmm. along the way. So I think in a feud with, call it Kofi Kingston on 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 uh, on uh, Raw, you could really make um, Bobby Lash. You could really make Kofi Kingston through having Roman Reigns on the back. I think he would help make the characters on the show more interesting for me, anyway. But I, I do get your point that, that there, and I think there is a worry that because it is so good, people don't want to move it. They're like, right, it's so good, let's just keep it as it is and not change. Anything. I saw it's an argument I've seen online. People are like, all right, don't like don't change too much because of how well it's going. Yeah, because I don't I don't, exactly. I don't want it to be ruined and I don't want it to be like, okay, uh he's on a three hour show. I don't want him to go right back to Raw 
I'm gonna go back to like go back and forth or either like well, who who would you replace Roman with on SmackDown? Exactly, exactly. I mean that's I the mean, thing as well. Like I mean, Raw, when Roman, if he was to move to Raw, and like you know WWE, like it's like when anything catches fire, typically they would just beat into the ground. Like they would they would overdo it with Roman, I think, and then we'd back we might be back to square one, but. I don't know. Um, it's an interesting one. I, I, I think big, uh, Roman is, you could argue, in the whole of wrestling because of WWE stature, but he's probably the biggest star in the business right now, certainly mm-hmm. WWE. Um, I, I Man, if you've got that trajectory laid out for him, I don't know why you would mess with that. Certainly, It's certainly on a gamble that he would help Raw oh, when, really, when really that's not his his problem <laughs> it's, a, right. it's a gamble and i'm saying it's not something i would automatically do i think you need to as you said work out who goes the other way whether that's drew mcintyre who i think 100 with this draft coming up in august needs to go to smackdown um or i need um, to go to smackdown too i'm sick of being on raw i think sasha needs to maybe <laughs> after SummerSlam needs to go to raw as well i think there are some changes which could be a discussion for maybe you and sp3 tomorrow or something I honestly think Sasha might be winning money in the bank and cashing in on Bianca. Yeah. I like that. I I definitely think they do Banks Belair too. Easy. I don't know how you wouldn't do that. Um, But I think they'll probably split Bailey and Banks up in the draft, which mm, I don't know. And probably put Charlotte on SmackDown. Probably. Probably. Anyway, Injection 2K, my man. Thank you so much for stopping by and giving us your candid thoughts. By the way, Cavs jersey, who's on on the back? Huh? Who's on the back of your jersey, man? Oh, nobody. Oh, okay. It's a clean one. No worries. I'm looking at the Cavs roster today and I was thinking, who the hell has he got? (laughs) All right, Injection. Thank you very much. Are you welcome about the ad, too? Yes, it was very good. I, I actually good. I need to do some, Yeah. Upload, I, upload that, Louis. I was going to say, I, I need to do that. I, 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 you know you can't download videos on Twitter. What do you mean? You can't download yeah. them. Yeah, from an inbox, you actually can't. Um, yeah. Give them your email, man. Send him yeah, your email. We'll, okay. we'll sort that. I went to download it today and I couldn't do it. But we will, we will sort it. Next, we got on the show someone we haven't had for a while. Should we get Dion on? Sure, Dion Chua. Hey man, Dion, how are you? Oh, hey, we can't hear. Oh, we got it's you. Been now. a while. It has been a while. Oh, glasses and hair. I can't see your mouth. Uh, my sock master. <laughs> on-screen debut. On-screen oh. debut. There you go. Could you move yeah. your laptop lid down a little bit so we can oh. see? There, there we go. There's the money. There we go. So, Dion, how would you fix Raw? Oh, stop releasing the wrestlers. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, you want to get invested in the people, right? So, like, you have to, especially the Alistair Black situation, uh, the the recent communication issues with the creative, not knowing that it's being released, really bugs me out, uh. It's difficult, oh, it's isn't it? Because how can you plan for anything when, when, when you don't know who's on the chopping block or not? 
Well, they were. Yeah, like you were doing, they were doing vignettes with Alistair Black the week he got released. So as far oh. as he knows, he's in the middle of a feud and he's recording stuff. And they're like, oh, actually, mate, yeah. you're out. So, um, man, yeah, who, who, who out of everyone that's gone since WrestleMania, Dion, would you have said was must-keeps? Like, you know, give me like three. Mojo. Samoa Joe. Iconic. Iconic. And, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Ruby Riot. Yes. Mm. That one yeah. really hurt. So, with not, not Alistair Black. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> of course. Yes. Three, uh, I'll, let, three. I'll, let, I'll let you have four. It's fine. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I, I think everyone, Ruby Wright in particular, I think she'll be fine. She she will land on her feet outside of the company. Um, do you think the Iconics, like probably Impact Tag Champs, right? That would make sense for them. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like uh, You look at who, who got released from WWE. It's actually very hard to say who do you think is going to get released next because I right, wouldn't have yeah, called... Anyone can get released. I wouldn't have called Strowman. Honestly, I wouldn't have. Oh, not 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 at all. He was a guy that I thought was a lifer. But that's why SV3 and I were talking about it. Could WWE be selling because like he was on such a big money contract that it would make sense? But for Strowman, I actually thought about this today. Can you see him wrestling anywhere? I, for me... I think he'll do strongman stuff and then return to WWE in two, three years. I think he'll come back to WWE at some point. Um, Alistair Black has certainly left his bridges with WWE nicely intact. So You know what? I quite like that. I've seen some people get a bit annoyed about it. Like, why isn't he, like, more angry? Like, who, mean, are, who are we? You mean Carl Anderson? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, not even him. I've seen people I know what you mean. being like, and it's like, oh, like, who are you? Like, if he's had a positive experience there, and whether, yes, he's doing that to, like, because Thea might be returning, but by all reports. So maybe that's a reason. Or maybe he just has genuinely had a very positive experience there and is fine with it. I mean, who are we to tell him? I quite enjoyed his interview with Renee today, where he was just speaking very openly, very happily about his time with WWE and seemed quite content. Listen, it's good not to burn bridges, in my experience. Um, Dion, man, let's get one more thing out of you. What would you like to say before we let you go? So, so this is my uh, re-debut of on on screen. Uh. So, yeah, I'm gonna name myself as the sheep of Wrestling Daily. The not, sheep. The sheep. Not only I'm just a I'm a Bailey fan, yeah. But I'm born on the year of the Shiva. So, yeah, that's a very, very cool thing. Uh. We like it. Making like my it. way up to the good status. <laughs> we, uh, we, yeah, <laughs> we need to, like, your entrance music starts with, like, a bah! And then there's some, like, some terrible guitar riff. WWE would do that. They really would. They would. They would. Right, Dion, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you, brother. Take now care. I think we should get to someone who we haven't seen for a while. Someone who's holding a very nice title with him. It's Greg Cherry. It's Gregory. Hello, brother. What's up? How's it going? Very All good. Right. All right. I think Louis detests the sight of that title. From what I, I do. See. That's why I would have said good if it was anyone else, but I saw the title. So it's gone down to all right. Oh, okay. It's because you don't have it. Is that it? <laughs> That's exactly why. That is exactly why. I mean, I heard Alex mention wrestling trivia a little bit earlier because I tried to go on the quiz yesterday. Uh, just missed it. Just uh, you, you and Louis both just missed it. <laughs> but remember, we 
We tried to do the 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 uh, Greg Cherry gauntlet on Talk Wrestling. You fell at the first hurdle, man. I'm not good with ages. I told you this. <laughs> um, anyway. What do you want to say, my man? Well, since we brought up this championship and since I've been champion uh, 1,186 days as of today, I was thinking since Nick Aldis is close to the 1,000-day mark himself, Mm. who do you think beats him for the title? I want to see the Dustin Rhodes story so bad. I can't remember who said that on Twitter. Who said that? Somebody did. Very, very good. That uh, Because if the Cody story with him was awesome enough, Man, you know, Dustin being, you know, being at the winter of his career and that one last shot and he always wanted his dad's approval, man. Like, oh, I just think that would be so amazing. But, you know, like if you asked me who on the NWA roster, I really don't know if they have anyone who I would think is worthy to do that. So you probably have to bring someone in to make it special. You know, Samojo could pop up there or something, but I, I just, I don't see that. I see him going higher. Um, so we've all we'll, yeah, I mean, maybe because the relationship's there and he's the belt collector. Uh, I don't know if all this wants his legacy to end at the hands of a belt collector. That's just that's me riffing. I don't know. I've got to be honest, I think all this has done the business once for like not AW but for Cody. And like, he got it, he got it back like that, Louis. He did, like, but, but, but his reign was how, how long was his reign before then? Yeah, long. Yeah, so like, say you say you don't miss out that period. His yeah, he's had, he's his, had it for about five years. He's had it for about five years at this point. I think I I hadn't actually seen that thing on Twitter that you said the Dustin story, but now you said it, it does make a lot of sense, and it would be really really cool. Uh, have you got anyone, Greg, that you're thinking? Well, I was thinking Dustin Rose too. Maybe The Rock should come in and win a battle royal and uh, challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let you forget that, Louis. Um, we, we had a wrestling daily meeting today that Louis probably isn't even aware of with um, aware. with uh, Ollie Davis and Pete Quinnell. And we were talking about Louis's many, many great comments, um, particularly that one. And also the fact that 2011 CM Punk would not be in the top 10 workers today. I don't forget, Greg. I Listen, don't forget. I stick by both. I stick shite, by both. Shite comments. Because um, we're going to start clipping them up. That's the nature of the conversation. Anyway, so Dustin's where you're landing with this, Greg. I, I do like the fact that, you know, Dusty won the belt, Cody won the belt at all in. So, yeah, make it a family legacy. Make Dustin be the one to dethrone all this. And even if he doesn't have it very long, he gets that moment. He's never been a world's champion. So I, I would like I would like to see it. I honestly thought it would be cool if, you know, when Cody couldn't challenge for the belt, that Dustin would have beat Jericho. I thought that would have been okay. Just mm. to say, hey, maybe Dustin could win the AEW championship. It seems kind of out there, but. I, I think one last kind of moment in the sun for Dustin would be cool. Um, I always thought it maybe would come with Cody in the tag belts. You know what I mean? But Cody is doing whatever Cody is doing. Um, so. Solving solving racism, I've heard. I mean, that's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say, CM Chris said, swear jar three. Shite. Shite. Seamus got away with gobshite last night. Yeah, Seamus got away with it. It's fine. If it, if it Come on. The American air, it, it's good for, it's good for uh, wrestling daily. So. Must be. 
Must be. Must be. Must anyway, be. Greg, thank you very much for your time, my brother. Always appreciate a real trivia head coming on by. Uh, come back anytime, my friend. And we will have some talks about you returning to talk wrestling. Thank you very much. Uh, should we go to Danny Spears? He hasn't got his picture on, so I'll give him 30 seconds, 10 seconds to get ready just to make sure that he, I, I want. Right. I want Bubba after this comment. I want Bubba on this show after that goddamn comment. I will get you Bubba after this. I will get you Bubba after this. But, Danny, you ready? Hello. Yo, Danny. You, you look like a lot like Orange Cassidy, brother. You do. <laughs> I refuse to put my face. Maybe next time I'll be on camera. But for now, Orange <laughs> Cassidy with a, with, a, with a pride flag. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good choice. Love it's a very good Love choice. Thank you, my... Wrestling debut, wrestling daily debuts. I'm very excited to talk to you guys. What yeah, do we, you want to talk about, man? I was going to say we've seen you in the back end a few times. So I, as soon as I saw your name pop up, I thought we got to get him on today. Yes. Oh well, I'm like fairly new because I saw Louis on the Quizlemania where it was where uh, the fitting subscriber. Uh, goal was made. I'm like, let me subscribe. So I've been in love with with your channel ever since. So there you go, Louis the Draw. There you go, Louis the Draw. The Draw. The Draw. You did it. I appreciate it. Go on then. Oh what, what's on your mind? Let's talk about NXT. What are we thinking? Oh, NXT. Oh, in your house. Ooh. What are we thinking? I'm excited about that. I'm actually, rushed, eh? uh, yeah, I mean, you look at the yeah. card, it's a bit, hmm, you know, for, for a takeover. Anyway, it's a bit, it, it is fleshing out. Yeah, but at, at, the, at yeah. the same time, you know, with NXT, I do think that they, you know, particularly you look at the main event, which is what a fatal five way. Uh, that that yeah, that, that's always a good potential. But then you look at I don't know Cameron Grimes, LA Knight. Is that a takeover match? Well, it's going to be for the million dollar championship, isn't it? It is, but mm, Mercedes uh, making unconfirmed, but we're speculating. Yeah, I mean, didn't we see that match already? I think we saw that two weeks ago. Mm, I mean, yeah, briefly, we? Though, right? I... Um, that was very brief. Raquel Gonzalez, Ember Moon. Is that where we're going with that? Yeah, I think that is what they announced. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Ember Moon's uh, amazing. Um, Ember Moon's amazing. She'll be like a great, not first challenger, but like a great pay-per-view, I guess, wrestler for, for Raquel to have a match with. Uh, Raquel's great, but Ember Moon's like a vet, so she'll be perfect. To have matches with, I think the five way, <laughs> yeah, the, the five match will be the five way will be awesome. Uh, we'll probably get maybe like Bronson Reed and um Santos Escobar, which could be a lot of fun, like their clash of styles. Maybe yeah, a tag match again fun. with MSK, something with Kushida. I think you've got a lot of options there to make this a really good show. And we haven't seen like a like a big takeover sort of like four way, five way for the title. So I'm really looking forward to that to see. Um, to see like him in that setting, any to see like Karen Cross in that setting, and I think his takeover matches haven't been amazing. So putting him in there with like four super workers, I think uh, they have, is they they have got better. Oh yes, it'll be good for sure. 
Agreed. I, I've, Agreed. Been, I've been thinking about, uh, about oh, am I cutting everybody off? It's a little delayed on, on my end. So I'm just following the audio because uh, <laughs> visual-wise, everyone's list is moving, but then the audio is a little bit behind. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, one second. We'll need to put both headphones in or something. There we go. There we go. Because, Alex, I see your lips moving, but I don't hear you. I only hear Louis. It seems like I'm only replying to Louis. <laughs> Never do that again oh. with your mouth, Alex, please. For oh, my wow, sake and for YouTube's sake. I almost fell for that. You tried it. I almost <laughs> fell for that. So, right, uh, I was also thinking. Oh. What happened? Go on. Sorry. No, no, go on. Uh, so I was also thinking, like, what, what NXT guy should be moved to Raw? I mean, I don't want to see any of them because of the booking, but I, I, I would love to see Johnny be into IC champion because I'm a huge Johnny Gargano fan. But they'll just, they'll just blow it. It'll break my heart seeing. Seeing what can happen uh, with him uh, on the I'll, main roster, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust the. Long. I wouldn't trust the way in Raw's hands. Um, I, I think if I had to have one person go up, it'd probably be EO. Louis, I think Finn Balor. Mm. I think he's done all he can do, and I think that he's a big enough name that you could have debut in front of fans again. I would have that for sure. Oh man, let's fit one more in, Lou. Where would you put let's him? fit one more in? Oh, oh, I would put him on uh, on SmackDown because they got the best show. And uh, you know what? Put him on Raw because that's that's to fix Raw. Put Finn Balor there. But Danny, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you, Daniel. Have, thank you. We have thank one more to. Thank you. Thank you. We have one more to fit in, and that is Bubba. Who who are you prepared, Alex, to go in? <laughs> Bubba. Goldberg. You're lucky Goldberg. You're, wearing, you're lucky you're wearing the merch, brother. Let me In tell you that. I did it to troll. All right. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's what they all say. They all say did it to troll, but they actually mean it. They actually okay. mean it. If you will talk to Cyclone, another mod, you'll know I'm in a troll mode because of a, a toothache that's been at me for days. Oh, no. Got, so I've got my wisdom tooth at my far right is coming through, and it's driving me insane. Oh, I have extra me a little teeth bit coming in here. I have Ooh. extra teeth behind it. That's not nice. That is not nice. I was that asking her to nice. say, and she basically said, yeah, I, this is rare. I actually have to send off proof of this thing's existence. Not ideal. Not ideal. But, um, Baba, what do you want to talk about, brother? I, I stand by what I said a few weeks ago about proven wrong. Not giving them full creative control. Just let them pitch their ideas. It's worked with RK Bro. It's working with Roman Reigns. And mm-hmm. then Ennington Daniel Bryan was doing. It's something yeah, basic that can still be controlled by Vince, but still gives them a chance to get their own ideas in. There's far too many writers between the talent to Bruce to Vince. Far too yeah, many, yeah. right? Where there's a lot of talent these days. You know, Chelsea Green is a great example. Have you ever seen the interviews where she tells you exactly how many ideas she actually And picked? so many good ones And as they well. were good ones. They were good ones that I would have liked to have watched. And I just think, like, hang hang on. what? How, if Why could she not get to the, Vin, the ear of Vince? Like, if you want to use her, she gave you more than... You've already called her up. She gave you more than enough reasons to use her. 
Yeah. But, you know, it, I think that is half the problem where, like you just said, these talent, they know the business. And if, if AEW has proven anything, it's that having that kind of relationship with Tony Khan, who admittedly is not as busy as Vince McMahon wrestling-wise. I mean, he has got about seven jobs. But in terms of AEW, his main focus is booking the show. I believe for Vince, that's way down the list of his to-do yeah. list in the company. So I think that's the problem, man. The thing is, Bruce... He said it before. He knows what Vince likes, so he yep. can work with them to make sure it gets through Vince. Vince signs up yeah. everything, no matter what it goes to. So, yeah. In, so, in so do you way. think Vin, uh, Bruce Pritch's ideas he thinks are good, or ideas that he just thinks will get through Vince? The latter. Yeah, true, Vince. And on the note of creative control, something I wanted to ask Alex and Bubba at you as well. Obviously, there have been reports that Andrade wanted full creative control, veto power on uh, matches. What do you guys think? You're both shaking your heads. So we'll start with you, Bubba. What did you think about that? Do you think that's like a bad idea? Or I can understand creative control because as you, it's clear that AEW wrestlers do get a bit of it. Mm-hmm. But they're neat. Look at the original Dark Order before Tony Khan got involved with it. It just was yeah. going nowhere. It was going bad. Tony Khan does no wrestling. He knows what people like. So they, he needs to be in there a bit. And the V-showing, if, you want, if you're going to lose, that just doesn't work for any wrestler. No, it doesn't work for me, brother. Listen, I, I think like there needs to be that medium between what WCW and WWE was, essentially, right? Where... We talked about it just then, the cooperation between wrestlers and the booker. But there has to be that final voice. There can only be one who says this is how it's going to be. And if you can't play by those rules, then what you know, you don't belong there, quite clearly. I understand Andrade feeling like that after leaving WWE and being so frustrated and suppressed. And he thinks, you know, oh, I don't want to go down that path again. But, you know, that you can't have the inmates running the asylum or, you know, or too many cooks in the kitchen. Whatever stupid analogy you want to use, you can't. There needs to be that one final person. And I think thus far, Tony Khan has proven with AEW, it's a pretty good way to run it. You, you know, I, I can't think of any glaring examples where that's gone he's wrong. He's actually a wrestling fan. Vince has always hated wrestling. He just yeah. enjoys the business. I'm sure I mean, Tony Khan maps out where they're getting to and what the, what the plan is, right? But in, in segments or promos, that's you. That's your character. That's you know. Yeah. That's what that's what a Moxley thrives off of. That's where Andrade can come into his own and be who he wants to be. Um, I, I'm sure AEW have big plans for him, so he's got to trust. The, I mean, trust the process. For what it's worth, um, wrestling. Uh, who has reported this? Sorry, let me just get this up. I've literally just seen it now. Um, wrestling Inc. have said we are told that Andrade's deal does not have any creative control. It was also noted that no one in AEW has creative control in their contract. That Tony Khan has total control over creative. But yes, they do. They do have input. Like like you yeah. can say, the two examples I think of are Miro, who obviously came in and wanted to do his like gamer stuff that just wasn't working really, and I think the whole Kip thing just wasn't working. And with Cody as well, I know Appinab in the comments has been wildly saying Cody to make sure I don't I don't think the mirror thing was ever the long term plan by the way but it wasn't but the short term plan was shite and I can say that because that's not a swear um but Cody Cody I agree he obviously not does have creative control but he's a VEVP can do what he wants um and for me a lot of his stuff has been lacking I don't think he's hit since last year really um but yeah that creative control thing is always interesting and I agree with you I think that I think it was Tucker that said this after he was released. And someone asked him, how would you fix WWE at the moment? He says, you need to give wrestlers more autonomy 
over their characters, what they're doing, because they know what they can deliver well. They know what suits them. So if That's you let them do character, that, not a 70-something-year-old man, they don't know the characters. But that's the thing, like like the Alistair Black thing, when he was talking about how the lighting in his room would like sort of correlate to the gear of someone that he was going to wrestle next. Like, that is so cool and something creative, but we just don't know about it. Did it ever play anything? Realized it. Oh, of course yeah. not. 100% Vince didn't realize I mean, you can never be 100%, uh, but 99% sure Vince... Didn't even know that was a thing. All right. Listen, Bubba, thank you very much for the call this week, my man. Wearing that great merch that you've we got love on it. you. I we love it. it. My uh, no. <laughs> and... listen, listen, Louis, before we go here, we're going to say goodnight to Bubba. And we're going to say, hey, Tyler, talk wrestling champion Hello. Right now. I had to get you in quick. How oh. are you? Thank you. I am so good, but I am not here to talk about any about Raw or anything like that. I'm going to put out a challenge to Mr. Louis Dangor. So, I propose next week, as I am one of the defending talk wrestling champions, I am willing to put my title up on the week against you Alex thinks of the questions, me versus you. You want to do it here or you want to do it on the radio? On the radio or on here, wherever. Oh. Um, the radio, maybe. I might not be able to do the radio. Oh. The, I, I might have a date. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted. Um, yeah, but yes. Come on shows. now. I swear to you. Um, and uh, if not, we'll do it on Tuesday, 100%. Is this the Tinder date who wanted you to, to hang no, out? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> She's, come on now. Oh. Is it, what do you mean? Is it, is it a Tinder date? No, 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 no. Liar. I'm not, I'm not reeling anymore. I'm verified now. I've got to protect myself. Liar. Anyway, um, we will make... i tell you what, if Louis mm. can't do Monday... Tuesday it is. We'll have it on. You'll be the main event of the chat, of the call-in. We'll do the quiz. Yeah. Talk wrestling rules, of course. Five seconds, 45 seconds, sorry, five questions. You know the rules. Um, yeah, we'll do that next week. Man, that, maybe that can become a recurring thing. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I, I mean, I th- it's hard enough thinking of a quiz a week. But I'll figure yes. it out. I will figure it out. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Right, Tyler, thank you very much. We accept your challenge. Gonna have to get rid of you now because uh, You're welcome. I can't I can't spend too much time with an opponent. <laughs> and uh Briz, I see you in the back end. I don't know if we'll have time today. We got we got time for one more, or should we get him on next week? Listen, I'm gonna I'm getting Briz in. I've made an executive decision. He's coming in, he's waited patiently. Oh. He's got Andrade hair. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm fine actually. And uh, you guys, if you don't have time, we can do this next week. No, I we got time for you. We can do oh, it now. Sorry. We can do it now. What do you want to talk oh. about, man? Um, just nothing. Actually, I want to talk about NXT. Uh, do you guys really think? Um, I was thinking like, uh, Kirian Koss is maybe the worst NXT champion ever. He's up there. Yeah. I mean, because, he, uh, he, see, uh, one probably, more thing. He's probably my uh, least favorite. I don't know if that's worse, yeah. 
he's probably maybe, my least favorite. Maybe Louis remembered it, but uh, I usually talk about wrestling with my class almost yeah. every lecture. Okay, mm-hmm. and this this thing came up today, and it is between Bo Dallas and Karrion Cross. I think Bo Keith Dallas. Lee's. I think Keith Lee's up there. Oh come on! Really? How was that? Keith oh, Lee's it was really heartwarming moment, man. It, it was a heartwarming moment. It was a lovely moment, but his reign was crap. Well, Ruined was by it? my brother, actually. But <laughs> that's that's outrageous. Uh, Karen, what do you mean it was crap? What did it he was, do so wrong? Hang, what hang did on. he do so wrong? Okay, Just okay. Let, Cross came in straight away. Whoa, and beat him. How whoa. was that Keith Lee's fault? How let me Keith Lee. It was okay. Go on. Let Lee. me explain let yourself. Me, let me. Uh, explain I, can, I can see the cog cell in your brain. You haven't even thought it through. Go no, on. I have. I have. <laughs> the bar, admittedly, the bar is very, very, very high for NXT champions. Ooh. A lot have been tremendous, whether it be takeover matches or like even TV matches segments. A lot have been absolutely fantastic. Um, but that's why I've put Keith Lee in there. Not that there was anything wrong with it, just that it didn't meet the heights of the other ones. Just well, it was a short reign, right? It was a short run, and that's why, as well, I'd put Johnny Gargano in that conversation as well. For yes, great moment, great moment, but the actual rain, the actual rain, like oh my god! So what? What, do you, do, do, what about Sami Zayn then? No, okay, no, because the way he lost the belt was incredible. Like, incredible. why don't you put Nakamura in there too? Listen, guys, guys, guys. I'm not here to be attacked. I'm not here to be attacked. You, oh, are, not attacking you. you are attacking us, man. You are no, attacking are you, us. Are you, are you, are you telling me? Just admit you haven't fought oh. the screw, as no, you said I, it. I, I, you haven't. What to do. I, I tell you what, like I, like, I did with my last, like I did with my last take, I will put this one on Twitter and we will see. But, oh, right. No, don't. Hold don't, because we're going we're gonna to start. Remember, that's the main thing. We're going to start clipping Oh, it. yes. We are, we are. But, 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 but. My point is, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano, <laughs> for example. Hold up! Hold you don't up. even know. You're literally pausing going, what is no, my point? Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano, their reigns, th- there wasn't anything bad per se. They just weren't as good as the other reigns, which have been so good. So by that proxy, they have to be in the conversation of worst championship reigns in NXT. So what do you mean? Is uh, Bordalis is better than Gargano? Is, Bo, is that Bo, what you're trying to say? If Bo Dallas is there as well, in the of worst yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're going by this logic, I mean, there's a lot of NXT champions who really didn't have many standout moments because of just the way, like, the timing on the brand and stuff. Like so, who? Like who? Well, I mean, can you name classics for Big E as NXT champion? And very big difference there between what NXT was... No, it doesn't matter. You're saying the worst NXT champions ever. Don't bring into what the brand has become or not. You said, you said ever. You said it. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. whoa, It also includes Seth Rollins. No, Seth Rollins was the first. Was the first, like won it in a cool way. Dropped it to Big E in in like a like. I don't understand. Okay, name me one iconic Johnny Gargano moment as champion, apart from when he lost it and when he won it. What, uh, what do you mean? The whole feud of Adam Cole was great. What's the matter yeah, with you? It wasn't champion then. Oh my word! I stick by. I stick by my point. 
One of the weakest okay. NXT Championship reigns was I love Johnny you, Gargano. Alex, no, what do you think? Whoa, whoa, I love whoa, whoa. you, Louis, but Alex, what do you, you think? You didn't say... You're changing it now. You didn't say one of the weakest reigns. You said one of the worst NXT champions. That was... The same, the same thing. They're not the same thing. Okay, okay. Now we have a difference of opinion. I would say they're the same thing. So what, what's the difference? What is the worst champion? Well, of course. What is the worst champion? That means worst champion. A weak champion. You know, you said a weakest reign. How much has that got to do with the champion? Right? That's to do with how they're booked, what they're put into, how long they have it. Very oh, different. Yeah. Very different to being the worst, how you perform oh, as champion. Oh, you could... oh, oh. What okay, do you mean? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> because, no, because oh. my point is it's not Johnny Gargano's fault. He did everything he could in that break. Not so Keith Lee's you just, fault. You just, had a, you just had a conversation by yourself then. You can't put Johnny Gargano in this conversation, so my, my 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 what I perceived as worst champion is they had the weakest reign as champion. They had the least great takeover title defenses. Their reign was the shortest, so it can't be as iconic as memorable as your likes of Finn Balor or your Adam Coles or your Kevin Owens. That was my argument. Maybe I didn't explain myself properly. Okay, maybe okay. I can hold my hands up. Didn't explain myself properly, but. In terms of carrying cross, I think that's a different argument. That is more akin to what I guess you guys are debating in terms of is he the worst in terms of his performances as champion? Yes, I think he's in that conversation. He's, sure. he's one of them. I don't know if he is the one. He's uh, he's to me, he's well, one of my least favorite. So he's probably in that. You know, I, again, I do think he's got better. I guess I guess they pulled the trigger on him very fast, very quickly. Yeah, I mean that's especially that's why that's why you said Keith Lee's name in this conversation. Yeah. No, okay, Keith Lee. I under, like. I, I, do, do you now? Now, now I've specified what I meant. Do you understand where mm -hmm. I was coming from? Kinda, but not. I'm not happy. Kinda. Exactly. Exactly. Not happy. Exactly. Not happy. Right, anyway. Chris, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna have to get rid of you because I think this is the second time you've caused a domestic <laughs> argument between <laughs> me and Alex while you're on the show. You bring up these interesting debates. I think your last one was about Eva Marie, which we all know, of Alex course. and I will debate until the cows come home. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think we 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 may have to um, we we may point. have to ha have some sort of counselling, Doctor Shelby here, when uh, you come good, on the show. There's some good points coming in, Louis. Yeah, the live the live chat are making good points. Anyway, uh, Briz, appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you do again very soon. One more thing. One more thing before I go. Come Please on, man! Guys, subscribe. Please subscribe. I can't wait for the war games. Good. I need that. That's I a need Morgan. That's a good okay? we love Please we subscribe. Love you. All go. of my students are subscribing right now. My man. <laughs> if you don't want love to fail, subscribe. Class is in session. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Briz. Thank you very much, brother. Take care of yourself. We will catch you soon. Louis, take us back to normality, brother. I feel like I've been attacked. Well, did you get did you get what I meant? I do, but I just, I feel like you knew what you were saying. And then when the conversation swung a certain way, no, you kind of, no, you, no, you no. tried to pivot and you were like, you oh, well, I didn't, I, hang on, you went, oh, I didn't mean that. Well, that's what we were I didn't, about. I genuinely meant in terms of like their, uh, like memorable moments for their reign. They had one of the weaker reigns, nothing against them or what the performers did. They all did their stuff. As you said, Johnny Gargano's matches with Adam Cole were great. 
But could let, he have as great a great reign as? Let, let's not beat a dead horse. I know what you mean. Good. But at the same time, like you know, you said, what's the difference between worst and weakest? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, I fully explained it to you, and then you went, oh. No, <laughs> you know exactly what happened. Thank you guys for tuning in to this Tuesday edition call in a wrestling daily. We've gone over as we usually do, but we appreciate you guys so much for stopping by with us. I will be back tomorrow with SB3 to talk the go home show for NXT. Uh, also, Louis, are you doing the Triple H thing later on this week? I haven't had my invite yet, but I believe it's happening. Oh, if the invites haven't gone out. I was on the TakeOver one. I was on the WrestleMania weekend one, so potentially. I've actually got an NXT interview tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. So do I. I wonder if it's the same guy. Uh, never mind. Anyway, thank you so much uh, for everyone who stopped by. We will see you tomorrow. People are asking for Ultra Chats. There aren't any, would you believe? Much to my fury, Ooh. much to my chagrin. But I suspect we'll have some tomorrow because... Because... There's always not so many on the call-in day. Because you get to call in. Gallows is on the show tomorrow. I know, but I'm just saying this is a oh, reason we don't okay. get we don't get many on a Tuesday. Uh, so I'm not angry yes, about yes. it. But with us tomorrow will be Gallows. I think I don't know how long we've even got him for. Do you? Twenty minutes? However, until he gets bored and he leaves. And fucks off. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, great stuff, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. I will see you with Doc Gallows himself and SB3 tomorrow, 8pm UK time. We will see you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.